You're listening to the Eat With Grace podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Jackie Neinheis, registered dietitian and professor of culinary medicine. And I am your co-host, Brooke Fredrickson, registered dietitian and certified diabetes care and education specialist. And we are here to challenge a culture around food and nutrition from a biblical perspective. We've got a really interesting session here for our listeners. Um, Each podcast, we try to push back against the culture from a food and nutrition perspective. And that has brought up some really interesting questions. And what we see is that our careers are food and nutrition. So when we're pushing back on these fad diets, on all the um, the health at every size, when we're pushing back at all these different things and pushing back at the culture, in the back of our minds, it comes up, are we also pushing back on our career, our choice of our career, what we've studied for the last um, decades of our lives? And uh, Brooke, tell me a little bit about your journey. You were very passionate about nutrition and dietetic career when you first started. Is that right? Oh yeah. I mean, I, um, I love nutrition and I was very driven. I always have been. And so my goal was to, um, have a really successful career. Um, I like leading, I like managing. So like getting into positions like that, where I can, um, be in charge of people was important to me. Um, leadership opportunities were important too. So I served on all kinds of boards and associations um, at the state level, at the national level. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, this is, this is kind of what we're going to talk about today is, um, you know, maybe how our passions change and how things change over time. I know, like, I accomplished so much in the first 15 years of my career, that I feel like I'm at a point now where, I mean, do I still love nutrition? Yes. Um, I still like being a dietitian, but my priorities have changed. I think what I've realized is like all of that time and energy I put into, um, you know, the, my profession, um, it, it was at the expense of my family or my kids, right? Like I put in, a, you know, full-time hours plus all these extra volunteer opportunities and looking now, you know, as my kids get older, I think through the pandemic, um, and just being home and not being out and about in the workplace as much, it's kind of changed my perspective on, on my career, on my, on my profession. It's, um, maybe dampened my passion for it a little bit where I feel like, you know, maybe being home with my kids is, is more important at this point. My son is going to graduate in three years. I only have three years left with him. And so maybe, uh, maybe, you know, being home and, um, you know, being, being a housewife, honestly, would even be extremely, uh, something, I think something that would make me really happy at this point in my life. And so it's just, it's interesting to see how things change. We, you know, like Jackie and I, we, we do nutrition for a living. Um, and then to do this podcast and talk about it. And then, you know, like nutrition is just such a big topic out in the workforce people or out in the world, people will ask you questions about it. It's all over Facebook. There's just, there's constant bombarding of health and nutrition wherever you look. And I think, I know for me, sometimes I just, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Um, I don't want to think about it. I, I don't, I don't want to constantly be 
worrying about it. And I think that's kind of where, you know, this, like Jackie said, when we're talking about this pushing back against the culture of it, um, because it's become such a huge thing and it's shoved in our faces all the time. I think we as professionals, because we work with it all the time, we're like, whoa, whoa, like this does not have to be the center of the universe. We do not have to make this as important as uh, everyone is making it. Um, I don't know. Those are just, those are just the thoughts going in my head, Jackie, but uh, what, what do you feel like as far as your profession or your, your passion about nutrition and maybe how things have changed over the years for you? Okay. Right now I have a lot of passion for serving God. I have a lot of passion for this podcast. I have a lot of passion to do things that um, are meaningful, mm-hmm. but the things that where I don't see my life going is just doing things because it'll make money to push a diet because I could make a lot of money doing that uh, to push maybe a certain uh, diet culture because I could make a lot of money at it or to do um, to push even lifestyle things that you could make a lot of money at. Those are the things that God has said, okay, that's where I want you to push back on the culture because that would be maybe easy to get involved in and to get wrapped up in a career, that kind of thing. And the direction that he's leading me is more at looking at him and where he's directing me. And the things that come to mind is that he has the victory. And because of that, I'm going to be okay. And I have the assurance that I'm going to be okay. And my identity doesn't have to be wrapped up in my career. It doesn't have to be wrapped up in what I do. And it doesn't have to be wrapped up in something that's important. Because if I'm doing something important, it makes me look important. And sometimes, to be honest with you, I even think, okay, if I drop that, what am I going to tell people I do? What am I going to say? Well, that's an indication right there that my identity is too wrapped up in what I do instead of my identity being in Christ. So I came up with these three ideas that Jesus is the victory. He's given me a mission and he will be with me to completion of that mission. And I will be here on earth until that mission is completed. And I guess the big thing then is we got to figure out what is that mission for each one of us. And he's given us this overall mission, which, which is really pretty cool. Um, in Matthew 23, 35, it was pretty simple. Just be assured. Those are the first words he said. He has promised, be assured. And then he goes on to say, as much as you've done it for the least of these, you have done it for me. So going out there, pushing back on the culture and saying, you know, if I'm doing it for the least of these, then he says, I'm doing it for him. Yeah. I think so much of this podcast or like our purpose behind it um, aligns with that. Like, I think my main goal, you know, right, is to point people towards Jesus and to get their minds off of food and nutrition a little bit. Um, you know, we, 
we don't necessarily direct people in a specific way of eating. Um, but I do think, yeah, our main mission is to um, point people to Jesus first and foremost. Uh, and then yes, by pushing back on the culture um, around food and nutrition is, is part of that because I think it can be such a distraction or such a, um, a time suck for people that it becomes, it becomes too important, right? People, people see their identity and their health and then what they eat and in what they look like um, rather than who they are in Christ. And as Christians, that is, that is our ultimate thing. We should be living our life for him and for his glory um, and nothing else. And so it's important to make sure that we're keeping those priorities straight. Yeah. And the interesting thing here is because we can live by his assurance, that means that we can be all about the assignment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I don't live in the assurance of Christ, when I, as a Christian, am just kind of wanting to find assurance from my career, from the importance of the positions I hold, from the importance of what I can say I've done or what I can say I've accomplished, well, then I'm really all about myself and I'm really not about his assignment of serving others. But if I can just flip-flop that around and that the most important thing in my life is being all about his assignment of serving others, all of a sudden my career can really take off because it's something I'm passionate about. Um, So often when you have trained for a specific career and then that career just isn't what you thought it was going to be, you thought, okay, I have a heart for God. I have a heart for helping people. And then you realize, but if I really want to make money in this profession, I'm going to have to skew it to how the culture wants it to be. And so all of a sudden, it's like, I either go that direction or I push back on the culture and say, I have to have, I have to trust that God is going to use this because he has put in my heart the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that food isn't that important. Diet isn't what's going to um, make me happy. It's not going to be what makes people love me not truly love me. So pushing back on that against the culture actually is going to help me find those things that God has for me. And while my mission is serving, my specific assignment isn't quite known right now. And I think I need to be okay with that. I need to be okay that I don't exactly know what that assignment is at the moment. Um, Anne Graham Lotz is quoted as her mother, Ruth Graham Bell, telling her, don't waste the desert years. So if you're in a time of your life where you're not sure where God wants you to go, you know, it might be feel like the desert years kind of, but actually don't waste those years. Think of all the, the Bible learning, the Bible teaching, all the things that you have to learn in the desert, because you think of John the Baptist in the desert, you think of Moses in the desert, they were being prepared for something really big. That speaks so much to me right now. I think, um, I don't know about 
you or our listeners, but I think over these last couple of years with COVID, um, it's just really changed my perspective on the world and on what's important. And it's really, um, yeah, I feel like I've just kind of been in this like weird period of like waiting, you know, like, like you said in the desert, like it's, um, I've accomplished so much in my career. And I feel like by the time I was 40, I, which I am now, um, like I accomplished everything I had on my list. And so it's like, now what, like, God, now, what do you have for me now? What do you want me to do? And I do think, you know, God continues to use, um, to use us through this podcast. Like we're definitely, um, I feel like serving a purpose and a mission, um, in doing this podcast for our listeners. Um, but going forward, yeah. What, what is, what does God have in store for us? Um, I'm not sure. I know in the past, I think I've struggled with, um, purpose. And I think a lot of people do like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? They want this like big, bold sign and red letters from God saying, this is what I want you to do. Uh, it's not always that clear. Um, but I think I've, I've read the Bible enough. I've listened to other people's, um, commentary on that. And the main purpose is that we, we love God and we serve others. Like you said, that's the greatest commandment. We love him. Um, our way of loving him is to obey him. We read his word, we pray, we get to know him, we get to know his word, and then we live it out. And that is really all we can do. It doesn't matter what our career is or what our job is or what season of life we're in. Um, our purpose is to glorify God in that moment, um, no matter what we're doing. And I don't care if it's, you know, being, being a stay at home mom, or if it's running a billion dollar company, you can serve God in every single way by using the talents that he's given you. Um, you know, and some people, some people have skills, you know, that allow them to make lots of money and do what they, um, you know, in their careers or their jobs. And um, God has blessed them with those skills. And I think they should use them. I think we should all use the skills that we've been given. And there's a time where, you know, I've been guilty of this, where I just, I don't feel like doing something. <laughs> um, you know, you, we could call it laziness. We could call it feeling unmotivated. We could call it feeling apathetic, you know? And I think, for me, like I have to come to a point where it's like, am I going to push through this and do what I need to do regardless? Or am I going to, um, succumb to these feelings and, and, and not, you know, carry out my responsibilities or not push forward through this? I don't know. I think there's kind of like a weird gray area there. I know for me at least. Um, and I don't know if anyone else ever feels that way, but I know that's something that I've struggled with the last couple of years is just trying to figure out, um, why I'm feeling this way are, are, I mean, are these feelings valid or do I need to, um, push through and do, do some hard things regardless, because I think there's always going to be benefit in that too. Um, and so when we're talking, you know, we can, we can apply this. It doesn't have to be career wise. I know we're kind of talking about it from a career perspective, but I think from a personal perspective, from a health perspective, from a nutrition perspective for people too, I think, you know, there are seasons in life where you're going to have more time to put in, um, more physical activity and exercise. There's going to be periods of time where you don't, there's going to be periods of time where you can focus more on your food. And there might be periods of time where, um, it's harder and it, it doesn't have to be perfect <laughs> and it doesn't have to be, um, again, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing it for the purpose of seeking that external validation. 
Um, I think that's a wrong motivation to do it, but our purpose, right, in all of this and in all these seasons is, are we living for God? Are we glorifying God? Are we um, doing what he has called us to do, which is to love him and love other people? And how does that all fit together in our life? And I think there's going to be lots of ebbs and flows in that, and no matter what we're doing. Wonderful, wonderful, well put. Um, and I think that the message of the cross is so simple. And Jesus, he brings clarity. Jesus brings assurance. Jesus brings us victory. And, you know, he's given us each different talents, different tasks, different assignments. So um, I think that we, just, we can keep life simple. And um, I think of times where we take on a lot of different activities. Um, and then there are times where we get kind of cornered into, we want to say no, but for some reason we end up saying yes. And then, mm -hmm. you know, whether it turns out good or not, we usually can make it turn out okay. But, um, you know, have you found a way to say no, Brooke? What, what, what do you tell our listeners? Like when you're so used to saying yes all the time and, you know, how do you come to that place where I need to be saying no? Yeah. Um, I, honestly, that's something that I've struggled with most of my life. Uh, I would always say yes, because first of all, I was extremely prideful knowing that I could do it and I could do it well. You know, it was just kind of like, whether you call it pride or confidence, I don't know, but I was like, yes, I can do it. Um, and I knew I would do a good job, but also I didn't want to let people down. I think my main motivation was again, people pleasing. I had this huge people pleasing personality. And so if someone asked me to do it, I didn't want to leave them hanging. And so I was going to do it thinking that no one else would step up. Uh, as I have um, matured um, and grown wiser in my older age, I have much more likely to say no now. And I think that's just because I've learned um, what happens to me when I say yes to everything. I think I've, I've experienced burnout over and over again. Um, when I get to the point where I'm very overwhelmed, I get very anxious. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a happy person when, when I take on too much. Um, and when I do that, my sleep suffers, honestly, my eating suffers, like my stress level, I have just, there's so many things um, that it affects in a negative way. And I've learned that. And so, you know, now, like I said, in my older age, it's easier for me to say no, um, and be confident in that. Um, knowing that, hey, someone else is capable. Um, someone else could step up and do a very good job. And, you know, maybe if this is not what God has for me right now, it's okay for me to trust him in that and know that, um, that someone else is going to do it. Now, do I still say yes, sometimes when I don't want to, maybe, you know, that happens. Um, but it depends, it depends on the level of commitment. It depends on the time. It depends on how much time and energy it's going to be. If it's something small and more likely to say yes, if it's something that is long-term, um, or going to be a significant commitment, I'm definitely more hesitant to take something on like that. Because like I said, I just, I have different priorities in my life right now that are important to me. And right now, you know, my kids and my family, I think are, um, are at the top and I, and I need to keep them there. Um, so that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think that's um, where God wants us 
to take it. And, you know, sometimes he takes us full circle, having been really busy and incredibly credibly busy to get us to that point that we realized, no, wait a minute, you know, this is what is important. Now, um, you know, the Bible deals a lot with who am I? So when we talk about, we look in um, Exodus, we can see that who am I is a big question. And it's a question where we have to be able to ask that before we can push back on the culture against food nutrition, against other kinds of things, is we have to say, who am I? Mm -hmm. So, you know, David, he asked, who am I that you're mindful of me? And Solomon being the wisest man is asking, who am I? And then when Peter um, was asking Jesus, you know, Jesus turns the question around and says, who do you say I am? Moses, he said, who am I that I should go? So think of all these different things where the Bible deals with who am I? So when we can look at this idea that um, Jesus can bring clarity to this issue, that the victory has been won, mm -hmm. we can just sit back and relax. Yep. We can feel this assurance that we know we are in Christ Jesus. We are daughters of the King. That's our identity. Yep. We have an assignment and we can go through life loving people and lifting up Jesus and encouraging one another. I think sometimes we as women, whether it's just in our minds, whether we do it out loud or we're just doing it behind somebody's back, you know, we're tearing each other down for how we've chosen to live, how we're choosing to do things, um, what we're choosing to wear, how we choose to do our, our food, how we treat, choose to do our nutrition. And instead, if we could find this victory in Christ and really feel that passion inside of us of lifting up and encouraging one another, that would be, that would be truly pushing back on the culture because our culture is basically doing the opposite. So I like the idea of Jesus is in our huddle, that the victory's been won, he's in our huddle, that we can act on the assignments that he gives us. And sometimes they're not the really, really big, amazing ones. Sometimes they are, mm -hmm. sometimes they aren't. Sometimes yeah. we don't even know exactly where those kind of things are going to lead to. And the best things wouldn't have been exactly how we would have planned life to turn out. Right. With culture, like the culture around women and working and hustle and um, accomplishments and achievements and like all those things, like it's exhausting. And I think that's where like when we, we talk about pushing back against the culture from a food nutrition perspective, now we're talking about it just from a let's push against the culture around um you know, this this people pleasing, this valid this external validation, this like worldly societal pressures, whatever they are, you know, and like, like you said, our, our, our meaning, our purpose, our joy, all of that should come from Christ as Christians. It shouldn't come from any of 
anything from the world. And so it's so important to do that. And, you know, it's, it's okay to push through some hard things and it's okay to maybe feel like you're not always um, in the right place. It's okay to question whether you should continue or not. It's okay to, to decide to stay home versus um, go to work. Um, I don't know, Jackie, what are your thoughts? I was, I wanted to ask you this from, from, from a career standpoint, do you ever get sick of, of talking about nutrition or teaching about food nutrition or like, have you ever struggled with any of that? You know what? I think all my life, um, even when I was in studying nutrition, I never had that passion that you did for my career and for nutrition kind of things, because I always felt like it was a little hollow. I always felt like, um, you know, it, it didn't feel fulfilling to me to be skinny or to look good or whatever, because it was so fleeting. It only, only lasted for 10 minutes when I saw somebody or something. Not that I don't still try to dress nice and look nice, et cetera, but um, that always felt like a very hollow kind of thing to chase. So I felt like I was kind of in the wrong profession from the very beginning and never felt super passionate about it. But I also um, took on the nutrition role because I got to do some really exciting things. But I would always morph my jobs into what I wanted them to be. That didn't always align with what I was hired to do, but I morphed it that way. Um, so when I would talk about nutrition, I would always change it to food. So I wasn't talking about necessarily the nutrients or how the nutrients worked in our body and all those kind of things. I would change it. So I was talking about food and it became this culinary medicine type mm -hmm. of career. And so I really like that career, except that people get the idea of culinary medicine as being this one certain thing. When I think of it as putting your family first, putting uh, God at the head of the table with your family, I think of it in a different term than what some people might think of, like if they're thinking of functional medicine or if they're thinking of those other things. So um, I guess. I guess nutrition has never been something that I ever wanted to be identified with when you look deep down inside of me. What I really wanted to be identified with is um, something that makes people happy. And let me give you an example. Is that a university? I had just started as a professor and I'm supposed to be sounding intelligent. I'm supposed to be uh, I wish I could impress everybody with my eloquence and my speech and my knowledge of nutrition, et cetera. So this person who's um, in administration asked me, well, what about food really captures your passion? And I answered honestly off the top of my head. I said, you know, what I really like to do with food is I like to prepare food that I know the people love. Like I know what my kids really enjoy. So that's what I want to fix. I know what my husband loves. So I really get a lot of enjoyment out of that. If I'm doing Thanksgiving or if I'm doing Christmas or if I'm having friends over, I always try to figure out what would they enjoy? What would they like? And so I finished my telling them this and they go, oh, because they were talking about 
What is your research? What is the thing that you're, are you going to cure cancer? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? And here I was honestly giving an answer that I like serving Mm -hmm. and in academia, that is just not exactly what they were thinking sounds real intelligent or sounds like a high level. So um, I've, I've never looked at it quite in that light of what I was actually saying, because I always looked at like, oh, I can't believe I gave that answer. Right. And then I think that, that is honest. That yeah. is really what gives me joy in my life. And right. that's what I like doing. So I have, uh, this podcast gets me energized every single time I do it because I'm finding what I truly believe who I am in Christ even more. And I have found a soulmate, Brooke, with you, with our listeners, that it's okay not to have this culture define me. Awesome. I love that, Jackie. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, All right. You know, we kind of talked about passion and purpose this this podcast. Anything else about that other than making sure, you know, we we understand that that Christ um, should be our ultimate pas- passion, that he's given us a mission to live out. Um, anything else, Jackie? Well, one thing I'm thinking about is that I want to remember that when I fail and I don't push back on the culture, that that's not the final word. The victory is in Christ. And so every morning I can pray and I can pray without ceasing through the day. Help me push back on those things, Lord, that you want me to push back on. And if I fail, that's okay. I can pick it up the next time. There's plenty of chances in this world to push back on that culture. And so if we take out three points from this is that um, Christ has won the victory He's given us a mission and we have the assurance of completion. Yep. Amen. All right. Thank you everyone for listening today. If you have any um, questions, comments, or uh, topic ideas you would like us to cover, you can find us on Instagram and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Eat With Grace podcast. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. We would love to have you leave a review or comment on our Instagram page. It's been great to share this time with you. And we pray that you have a grace-filled day.